you know, this is the person that does not want you to have more Get success. old, yep. They don't want you to have more opportunities. They don't want you to have more physical things than mm-hmm. they have. They compare their lives yep. to you. They'll, the person who said, like, if you tell them, hey, I got a new mm-hmm. job, this person is like, yeah, but I got a new job that pays way more than you <laughs> with benefits, and I got the golden key uh. to the executive <laughs> bathroom, and I don't have to worry about people hearing me <laughs> if I have bubble guts. <laughs> I bet you don't have that. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even tell you how much I made. You already know that your job pays you more. All right. Okay, friend. Welcome, everyone, to the Brunch with Kiki and KC podcast, where we're serving up real, raw, empowering food and drink for thought while chatting about life, relationships, and providing perspectives which could make the difference in your life right now. My name is KC. And I'm Kiki. And we are so excited to have you as our weekly brunch guests and share great conversation with you. All righty. Here's a reminder of how our podcast works. Every month, we focus on a particular series, and each week we will discuss a specific subject within the series. For those of you who joined us for our first episode, we focused on getting our minds right as an individual when we discussed the topic of how to be your own best friend. Mm-hmm. This week, our topic is get your mind right, get your friends right. That's right. Before we get into our topic today, we want to encourage you to subscribe, like, comment, and share this podcast. Share it with your family and friends, co-workers, or whomever you like. We're always dropping gems, and you never know who could benefit from what we discuss. Also, please remember to click on the link in the show notes section of the podcast, or if you're listening to us on YouTube, click the link in the description section to get your free copy of the major points we discuss in every podcast episode. This way, if you're listening to us while driving or multitasking, you don't have to worry about missing any of the major points that we're putting down just for you. Also, please feel free to comment and let us know what you learned from this particular episode. We'd love to interact with you, so we definitely look forward to hearing from you. And now, let's get this party started without mm-hmm. question of the day. Casey? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Kiki? Question, my friend, do you have for us today? The question of the day is, how much do your friendships impact your life? And what kind of impact do you have on your friendships? Well, when I think about the impact my friendships have on my life, I think about the importance of having friends that are positive individuals Mm -hmm. who I can feel like I have a safe space to talk to them about different things. Mm -hmm. KC, you're definitely Mm -hmm. one of those friends who I feel like I can have that. Same to you, Kiki. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, I feel like I can, like I have that safe space where I can talk with you and that it's a positive impact on my life because I don't have to worry about bottling and my emotions. Mm -hmm. So just having friends that I can really talk to and be real with Mm -hmm. that's important and and again it helps with my sanity um (laughs) you know that is a positive thing (laughs) yes sanity is good yes empowering friends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and what kind of impact do I have on my friends I believe I have the same um Mm -hmm. definitely making sure that I create a space where friends can talk to me about things friends can laugh with me I'm I'm big on telling jokes so Mm -hmm. 
how can I be there to make you laugh on a day where you mm-hmm. don't want to laugh? But then also just it's important for me to be a part of that village of friends because, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a, a village to raise a child. Yeah. But it takes a village to just survive. That's right. So I do believe I have a positive impact on my friends as well. Yes. This what about is... you, my friend? Well, you know, friends impact my life. Oh, boy. It's impacted it in good ways, negative ways. And that's exactly why I see the importance of making sure you surround yourself with good people, people that are going in the right direction, you know, from childhood, even as an adult, um, I've seen the impact that, uh, my friendships have had. And so, yeah, I mean, they have a great impact. So I'm very, very, very glad to say that at this point I've pretty much, I'm not going to say I've mastered it. Mm. Um, but for the most part, the people in my life that I call friend are good people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're people who I know I I support them, they'll support me. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, and that's like, you know, thinking about, I'm just thinking about years of sometimes, you, you know, when growing up, my mom would be like, oh, this person's not your friend. That's your acquaintance person. So those <laughs> different types of distinctions help me to kind of see friend. I, I hold friend in high regard. I do. Yes. Maybe even higher than what most other people would. But I don't see that as a bad thing. Mm. That's a long winded answer for the first question. We probably didn't <laughs> answer the question. But uh, what pa- what kind of impact do I have on my friendship? I hope that it's a positive one. I'm not going to say I'm not perfect like any other person. It's, I'm sure it's not positive all the time. But for the most part, I hope that overall, you know, when I look back on my life, that most likely it's a positive. I was never the kind of friend that was purposely like bringing people down. I was never that person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was never that person. So for the most part, I can look back with pride on my life and say that, I always try to be an empowering friend. I've always tried to be a supportive friend to the point where even my own mother would tell me stop. <laughs> Literally, she was yeah, yeah. She and this comes up because I was she was reminding me of um, someone asking me to do something that I you know that was just ridiculous because someone was asking her to do something ridiculous but anyways <laughs> anyways um and it was reminding me that yeah there were times where she had to literally be like you're doing too much mm. don't you see what you're doing like you know stuff like that so i've always tried to do things be helpful be supportive and i hope that that is the impact that my friends have had from my friendship with them you know yeah i have <laughs> well that's good that's good Kiki thank you thank no you very problem. much <laughs> and that's a good way to go into the topic of the health and the wealth of a friendship mm. you know yes. discussing what types of friends are we attracting understanding that some of our friendships or some friendships may not be healthy mm-hmm. um, and then taking into consideration that maybe the friends we are attracting it depends on where we're at in our lives. And yes. that's why we attract certain friends. Yes. And and why it's important for us to be aware of the type of friends we're attracting, no matter what age we are yeah. and what the stage we're at. Um, so, yeah, you can have friends that pressure you to do things when you're 10 
Mm. And when you're 70. (laughs) (laughs) I hope my mother will never listen to this. But it's true. It's so true. You think that, oh, well, when you get older, people know better and they will stop that kind of behavior. Not true. Um, Yeah. But yes, I I agree with everything you said. And I cannot wait for us to get into this topic because we're going in today. Yes, we are. And we (laughs) took the time to break down the types of friends that we either... At some point, maybe we attracted or Mm -hmm. that we've witnessed other people having. Yes. Friends that we, not friends, no, friends what we we did our best to remove certain types of friends from our lives. Avoid them. Yep, avoid them. Yeah, you know. In some cases, like the plague, I would see them coming and then start running another direction. That was me. Pressing that (laughs) universal red button that you talked about last episode. Yes. Pressing the red button on them, cutting it off at the head. Don't there let it go. get any further than it needs to. Mm. Yes. Yes. So we, we took the time out to pretty much, I mean, we'll say worst to best, but yeah, worst to best list of friends. Mm-hmm. And the first one we have is the vampire friend. Oh, God. The taker friend. Yes. You yes. know, that person who is literally, well, I mean, I say literally, that sounds bad. But anyway, <laughs> sucking you dry. <laughs> Maybe not literally. It sounds bad. I don't know. Sounds bad. But listeners out there, I brunch guests, I just say, you know what we you know what we mean. No, we mean we we not not literally. Not that kind of. You know their minds are in the gutter. Take your mind out the gutter, people. That's a, that's a friend with benefits type of friend. That, no, the, no, we no. Maybe for another podcast episode. Another not one. this one. So this one is the <laughs> vampire taker friend who mm-hmm. literally drains you in yes. many different ways, whether it's financially, emotionally, and they're just their negativity drains you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're they're the vampire who is sucking you dry of optimism. Mm-hmm. You know, they make you feel like there's no point in trying anything new. Oh there's boy. No and dating someone that you're interested in. There's no point in trying to tap into these brand new career aspirations that you have. They may even try to stop you from traveling if oh, you're just going to Jamaica. Oh, I know. Oh, don't go to Jamaica for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you have this person that is, they're constantly requesting things of you without giving anything in return. We're going to have to talk about who, who was telling you not to go to Jamaica. We, you know, this we is the second time offline. I referenced Jamaica. Yeah, this is the second time. We we're going to I wanna, we have to talk about this. Yeah, what am I holding about, in internally who, about somebody? Who, who told you not to go to Jamaica? <laughs> I don't want to know. We have fun. That's all that matters. I don't know who told you not to go to Jamaica. I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, <laughs> So, um, <laughs> we also need to keep in mind, what is it about you? So with this vampire friend, what is it about you that allows someone to drain you? Mm. So you have to look inside yourself, in my opinion, and say, well, what are you looking for something? Because if someone keeps coming to you and they keep, you see that they, they, you keep giving, 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 and they keep taking, 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 but you keep giving, giving, giving. Yeah. So what is it inside of you that keeps giving, 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 giving without a thought process to say, wait a second, I need to put a limitation on this person's 
take it. You know, because it number one, it should be more of an exchange. It shouldn't be one person just draining the other of you know emotional and financial you know resources. Yes, for sure. So you know, do you think that if you do these things, that some somehow it's feeding something within you that maybe that's an unhealthy part of you that you're not paying close enough attention to. So I just want to put that out there. And that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, and. I don't know. That's you have to do that internal work to figure that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and our next friend, you know, because I, I what you're saying there, I think that we could definitely touch on that some more. Mm-hmm. It really is important to think about well, what is it about you that's allowing yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, our next friend on the list is actually the hater foe friend. Mm-hmm. Right? Some people tend to pronounce a uh, foe as fox. So I'm going to say hater <laughs> fox friend. Those pronounced as what? Fox. But I the hater faux friend. Faux <laughs> fake. Faux fake, funky fake friend. AKA the frenemy. Mm, the frenemy. Who's intentionally hating on you mm-hmm. and the things that you do. Mm. They tend to deliver that underhanded compliment. Why do they do that? Why? Why? Don't come to me and tell me, wow. Polka dot, it, it does something for you. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Polka dot does something for me. You know? Polka dot shirt, it, it's, it does something for you. <laughs> Man, forget you. <laughs> Leave me in my polka dot shirt alone because I feel good in my shirt. You know, you wish you had the polka dot shirt. <laughs> and that's why you hate me. Oh my God. You know, underhanded compliments. Okay. Mm-hmm. The person who is possibly jealous of you. Mm-hmm. Again, hating on a polka dot shirt because they know they want it. Mm-hmm. They sabotage your efforts to succeed, which is really heavy. Wow. To think about having somebody in your cir- your circle who is actually intentionally trying to sabotage your efforts to succeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, they're the friend that seems helpful, but they really aren't. And I think about the person that had the friend that has the ladder to get mm-hmm. you out of the ditch Mm-mm. but they just reach their hand to you while you're in a ditch mm-hmm. pretending like they're trying to help mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. knowing that they really have that tool that could pull you out the ditch wow that's that hateful friend a lot of times you know that whole saying hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of those hater friends those frenemies are suffering from that ailment they need to go get an enema and purge it out or something (laughs) just oh gosh because what's the what is the point in having the energy to seem like you're helpful but they're not helpful it's just ridiculous that's kind of nutty when you think about it i'm glad you actually raised that point it's kind of crazy why do you have the energy to pretend yeah it to me it takes too much energy to pretend that's why i'm maybe too honest sometimes too there's too much energy to hold it in like that well, listen, the right type of friend has to be able to receive that honesty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. I receive it. But that's yeah, true. you know, not everybody can. Yeah. And and it does, it, it's a lot more, it's a lot easier to just keep it real. Yeah. Yeah. And we have our, on our list, the, our next friend would be the enabler friend. Oh boy. And the enabler friend. It doesn't is, sound good. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> I'm not going to act like I haven't witnessed 
what that looks like and what that does to people. Yeah. I personally haven't had an enabler friend, mm-hmm. um, at least not that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. but I have seen the damage that an enabler friend can have on someone. Yes. And we're talking about somebody who intentionally mm-hmm. um, encourages bad behavior wow. to your demise. Oh, God. Sometimes it's, it's, it's weird because I can't even preface it with intentional. This person is actually, they're doing it mm-hmm. not in an intentionally bad way. Mm-hmm. They're, they actually think they're doing the right thing by, you know, offering you this. I know that you want to work on mm-hmm. your addiction, mm-hmm. but yo, man, I really hate seeing you down. Mm-hmm. You look like you're having a rough day. Take this hit mm-hmm. of something. Take this drink of something. Mm-hmm. Because they think that they're doing the right thing by giving their friends something that will pull them out of a hard time. Yes. Not realizing that they're only just enabling that thing that that person should be working on. Yes. Or they want to work on. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I definitely, I definitely, um, have an idea what you're talking about. It's, it's, and then sometimes, like you said, sometimes people, they're doing it and they don't even realize that that's what they're doing. So for example, I think about the whole show 600 pound life. Oh yeah. And I think about how I, I it's it's crazy to me there's always somebody else there mm-hmm. who is getting them the food who's skinny, skinny as hell. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile they can't get out of bed, can't move, can't do nothing for themselves. But and so you're like how do they get this food to continually get bigger and bigger? There is an enabling partner in the house. Yeah. Every just about every single time maybe one person wasn't married and i think if that person when that person wasn't married they still had a boyfriend or something or a girlfriend that was coming over and helping them somehow it was somebody oh my gosh enabling the behavior frying up stuff big 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 tables full of food so i'm just like and then when they go to see dr now as they call him Mm -hmm. they they then realize that they've been an enabler when he looks at them and he's like well how are you getting the food Simple question mm-hmm. now, simple question, but it's like, uh, duh, they don't even think about it. Like, well, I'm the one that can get up and walk. I'm the one that's going to the store. I'm the one taking out the bag. I'm the one choosing the food. But they're also yeah. listening to them too. Uh, they're they're yelling at them. The the and they, the one that's the 600 pounds is yelling at them sometimes yeah. and forcing them to feed them bad things and threatening them. So it's, guilting them and guilt. Yes, yes, guilting them. Guilty. Wow. So there's that that makes me think about how maybe some people, yeah, some people are attracting enabler friends, mm-hmm. but there probably are some people that are seeking enabler friends. Probably. There are because it gets to that point where you're like, well, I want someone to give me these things. Mm-hmm. And it may not have started out that way, but then again, there are people that are manipulative mm-hmm. who can tap into certain qualities of a person and realize, you know what, if I manipulate this person enough, they will be my enabler. They will be able to go get my food. They will be the one to bring the big old bowl into the room and have me mm-hmm. make the, the do the, what I need to do to make the, the greasy, mm-hmm. unhealthy mm-hmm. Biscuits yeah. or something. I don't There's know. manipulation. Like, you bring up a good point. There is manipulation involved. I I suspect. I don't know. Maybe I'll just throw out the word allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, in my head, the manipulation is the fact that that person's on disability getting money 
okay Ooh. that person's getting um different types of assistance and because that enabler is not working because i never seen them have a job i'm just being honest i never seen them have a job so their meal ticket is that 600 pound person that they have to listen to them you are on to something okay i want somebody uh to prove me wrong but that's what it looks like to me how about y'all tell us in the yes, comments tell- if there's an episode <laughs> yes which season, which episode mm-hmm. did you not see somebody who actually was the enabler? Exactly. <laughs> Tell us, because we want to see that I want to see that episode, because there's always an enabler. Always. There we go. Even if it's not the husband, the mama, all of them. And I, a child? There was a child that had to do all the work for the mama. And it was only like five or six years old. It was crazy. Oh, yep. Dang. So a lot of, uh, yep, every single time there's always an enabler. And that enabler is always skinny and can do it. Mm. Brunch, Brunch friends. Wait, wait, wait. Not episode. us, though. Not us. No, 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 no. Not, no. I'm saying brunch oh. friends. Please drop us an episode. Oh, oh, oh. So, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we can we can see something different. Yes, that's you know. right. Yes. Our next friend is the competition friend. Mm. The friend who may secretly want to be like you. And that is another stalker friend problem in and of itself, it makes me feel. Oh, 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 you know you're going to have to drop a gem about that after I tell go, you. Go that. ahead, go ahead. Please drop well, that Oh, I don't know if it's a gem. I just thought about it. Like, some of these people that want to be like you, they they literally are stalking your life. Well, they, <laughs> <laughs> they watch everything you do. But yes, let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but that's a, okay. But that friend is, you know, this is the person that does not want you to have more yeah, success. Oh, yep. They don't want you to have more opportunities. They don't want you to have more physical things than mm-hmm. they have. They compare their lives yep. to you. They'll, the person who said, like, if you tell them, hey, I got a new mm-hmm. job, this person is like, yeah, but I got a new job that pays way more than you with benefits, and I got the golden key uh. to the executive <laughs> bathroom, and I don't have to worry about people hearing me <laughs> if I have bubble guts. <laughs> I bet you don't have that. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even tell you how much I made, and you already know that your job pays me more. All right. Okay, friend, if you say so. But tell, mm-hmm, like, I, mm-hmm. I, you bring up a good yep. point about the stalker. Yeah, no, I want to hear true. more about no, that. No, it's true. It's it's literally that person, just like you said, they're watching your life. They're watching where you work. They're watching who you're married to or who you're dating. They're watching your children, how your children are performing in school, not performing in school, this and that. And it's this, they just got to one-up you every single, every single chance they get. Oh, well, my daughter was in this school play today. Well, my daughter was on Broadway last week. Like, stop playing. Your daughter was on no damn Broadway last week. Okay? It was on Your Broadway daughter last was yet. on the Three Little Piggies play at the local <laughs> elementary school. Stop lying. But that's how, that's, yeah, they do that all the time. It's just everything. Everything. That's a good point. So that means our pay brunch friends, y'all have to mm-hmm. pay attention to the person that thinks like they're studying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's those people mm. that, in my opinion, they have like a, how was that saying? Like you got to, you know, live like the Joneses or something. Are you watching the Joneses? Uh, keeping, keeping up, up with, the, with Joneses. the Thank you. Keeping up with the Joneses. But it's like for you're their Joneses, if that makes any mm. sense. You're their Joneses and they're trying to surpass you. They're not trying to keep up with you. They're trying to surpass you and try to put you down somehow. It's weird. It is weird. 
we might have to say competition friend, aka weirdo yeah. friend. But there's a lot of weirdo friends on this list, baby. I can't just call this mm. the maybe. It's a know. whole bunch of weirdo friends, but that's why we gotta figure out which category they fit into and move away from them. Move away. And you know, thinking about the competition friend, I think the next best one would be the opportunist mm. friend. Mm. And this is the friend that is always around you because of who you are, who you are associated mm-hmm. with, and then also what you can do for them. What things can you give yeah. them? You know, they have some of that taker friend quality mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. them, you know, but there's a little bit something different about it. It's like a, a they're seeking status yes. through you. Yeah. And they're looking for opportunities and they're looking for free labor as well. They're, you know, those people that will ask you to I'm thinking about a particular person I hope that they do listen to this podcast so okay you know this particular individual that will literally use people to help them make movies (laughs) knowing that they're not (laughs) paying people to help them make these movies that are independent independent films and they're literally using I wouldn't want to make I wouldn't want to help anyone make a movie and not get paid. Yes. That's insane. That's free labor. Slavery has ended. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. And they'll literally just like, you know what? I'm looking for, I'm going to look for my come up and you're going to be the person that's going to help me do it, but I'm going to use you as my little servant. Insane. And these same people will also steal ideas. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's an opportunity that they see. And then it's weird because some of these things do overlap. There's like, they see that your idea can present an opportunity that would be great for you. And so they'll steal it. So that the opportunity, they'll get the opportunity. Not good. Or they're seeking friends that are actually not even confident that they have good ideas. Like these friends, these people that they're, these opportunists are friends Mm -hmm. with are people that may not even feel confident within themselves about their own ideas and their own creativity. And this person can Mm -hmm. see the strengths in that person's ideas and creativity. But rather than empower that person to like, hey, you can actually do something great with your ideas. They'd rather just steal it and benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thieves, pretty much. Opportunist thieves. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is the next friend on the list? <laughs> oh, this one is, you know, this one's kind of funny. <laughs> we have the Pinocchio friend. Oh boy. I think that kind of tells y'all straight up <laughs> this friend is. And this is a friend that is always lying. They lie about things to just make themselves seem like they are on a real housewives of Atlanta. Oh my God. It's like I was up there and, you know, I actually was there the day that Tupac got shot. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. They make up stories and they just make it up just for the hell of it. Oh my gosh. Like there's no gain. They're not seeking anything. They just like to tell stories. And it's sad because. There's a lot of people. I know people like that. That all at all ages. Yeah. At all ages, it's like it's it's not something that um, it's not something that they get rid of easily. Some of them don't even realize that it's a lie. Um, mm-hmm. they just are used to just I don't know taking things up, and then other people that do it, they just call it. They say oh, there's professional words for it: flowery language, puffery. Mm-hmm. 
the <laughs> when they made a business out of lying. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This one is ooh. But it's true. It exists. Be careful. Yes. Pretty you got to watch out for it. Because you don't know if they'll lie on you. Oh, gosh. Well, that one, you know they'll lie. They'll lie on anything. Especially if they see them, their back is against the wall. They're going to get in trouble. They're going to lie. That's... Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't got time for that front. No. And I don't have time for the next friend. <laughs> 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 the next one. The leaky faucet friend. It's... And no, we're not talking about a person that pee on themselves. What? They got leaks like that. Like, that's not what we're talking about. You say the leaky faucet friend. Basically, that they can't keep a secret at all. Can't keep a secret. <laughs> Everything. They will leak it out. Mm. Like their TMZ. Oh my or goodness. Some other thing. Oh my God. They will t- and then they'll tell your business for entertainment. Too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we have next is the clingy friend, mm-hmm. the friend who does not want to share you with anyone, and they're borderline obsessive. I've had friends like that. Oh boy, run! Oh gosh, um, and they they get very jealous when you develop other friendships or when they see that you have past friendships. It's like I'm mad at you for having friends before you became. See, my that's friend. the part I don't really understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's, there's some parts where I'm just like, okay, I don't like it, but you can kind of see, I guess, I don't know if you have empathy for the person that's going to be jealous about someone else. Well, I don't know. Why why would you be jealous about someone else having other friends? They're supposed to just be your friend all day, all day. Don't you have other friends that you're supposed to be? I don't know. Anyway, I don't, I I don't, don't get know. the point of being mad at somebody's friends that they had before you. You didn't. That part is confusing. Or even after you. What's wrong with you that you feel like, well, you know, we also had our theory about those people that might secretly be in love with you. Oh, God, that, help me, Jesus. You know, we might have to break that down. That another time is a scary. That's we scary. Got some good stuff. That's scary. I'm not sure if I want to go down that rabbit hole. Scary. I know what that's like. Oh, my that's goodness. Not key. Oh, God. I'm, I don't have a drink tonight, so <laughs> there's that. Just know that this friend will cling to you in social settings too like a baby oh. I have a 10 month old what and this person will cling to you like my 10 month old clings can't. to me can't it's do it. nutty can't do it can't do it and then we have the yes friend not the same as the enabler friend though. okay this is the person who's not critical enough somewhat sometimes you know this friend might not even care and they just they have no critical thinking skills. They'll just say, yeah, okay, whatever, yes to anything. Just don't, I would, something that's don't call them anymore. That's what I would say. Yes. Don't call them anymore because you know that, that to me, it's like, if you, if you don't have anything good to give me, I'm not, I'm not talking to, I'm not talking about anything. What's no. the point? And let me make something very clear to y'all. Yeah. My KC ain't no oh, yes friend. God. And we, and I don't want her to be a Are yes you friend. sure? And I'm thankful she, I'm, <laughs> grateful that she's like, let me tell you there's some things that she just said no to that I'll be like but oh, I'm just you. saying though don't you sometimes want me to be a yes friend no <laughs> me personally no I know because I'm telling you there's a if you have a yes friend they're gonna put you in a line of fire a lot that's the that's, that's and to me scary. I don't see that as being what what is the purpose of being a friend if you're gonna just tell them what they want to hear I, I 
I don't know. I, but you know what? There's a lot of people that they're they're looking for stuff that maybe internally they didn't get, right? So they didn't grow up with maybe, I don't know, love around them or something. So maybe yeah. when they get that yes friend, for them, they're not going to see a problem with it because they're thinking, well, this person just cares about me. That's why they keep saying yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. To me, care is telling you the truth. It's just true. So I don't, if, I'm, if I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either I don't care or I'm a liar. Mm. That's what I think. Because if you got common sense and you open up your eyes and you see something, if I see, if I see a car coming down the street about to hit you, I'm not gonna tell you ain't no car coming. Yes, yes, keep standing there. That's yeah. cool. Mm, try not to curse. <laughs> Y'all grown. It's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but you said something, and I, I it something else triggered i'm thinking these yes friends actually might be scared too the yes friend oh Sometimes, we, uh, well they you know might what? actually you know be what? scared of hearing somebody no, get upset but you know what you, say, bring up, no. you bring up a good point because i'm thinking about somebody in my head right now that i knew years ago who used to bully all her friends but that's another problem because i'm not gonna the reason i don't talk to that person is because even though they are grown now what I feel like once you reach your I'll give you passes in your 20s once you reach your 30s and stuff you fucking excuse me you've grown and if you're still mm-hmm. trying to put that bully energy on me we done because I just feel yeah, like you had enough time to grow out of it you know and so for that that particular yeah. person I'm thinking of none of those people could say anything to her None of the none of the people around her could say anything to her she always wanted to just say this say that like nobody could say anything but then it's funny because once they started to get their strength and fall, like really like go away. I'm not, I mean, like totally gone from the whole, not just her, but the whole friend group of anybody else that was around her. She would see mm-hmm. them as the problem. Like, well, they, they somehow had a problem and didn't have a reason to have a problem. So she never even saw herself as that person that they couldn't be real with them, like with her. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't see her yeah. role in the you know in the yes friend, um, what is it? Culture that was built. Is I'm I'm trying to find a word. Dynamic that it was. So it's like yeah, there was a yes friend, but you bring up a point. They were scared, so that's why they became a yes friend. They were scared because that friend they were saying yes to was a bully. Mm. Was a bully, and when they found their strength to stop lying to themselves and lying to that person, they had to leave. And that that person that was a bully saw them as weak and saw them as well. They, they have a problem. I don't have a problem. That's interesting. And I, I know who I'm talking about because I don't talk to that person <laughs> because of that. Well, I don't blame behavior. You. I wasn't even like a yes friend, but. But and I really I wasn't a yes friend, but I would notice it around the person, and I would say that in those days I wish I was strong enough to speak up when I was younger to say why mm. you, why you treat that person like that to the point where it looks like they can't. But I'm more astute now, and I feel like I'm able to see that I could have been better in those situations for those yes people that were afraid. Yeah. But I'm glad they found their strength either way. Because that person was a bully. That really was a bully. But you know what? I, if, as you're talking, I think about the 
people pleaser friend mm-hmm. as well. It's that yes friend is not necessarily the same as this mm-hmm. next friend, but there's some qualities that are there that are somewhat okay. similar. You know, this people pleaser friend, the giver friend who gives so mm. much of them. And this person was saying yes mm. out of fear. So it's not really the same, but it does. It makes me think about this. Yes, person. it yes. You know, this people pleaser friend, the giver friend who gives so much of themselves, whether it's their time, their gifts, their efforts to others who usually don't ask for these people actually don't ask for yeah. much in return. So they yeah. just give. Um, so it's not the same, but if for whatever reason, it kind of made me think about this friend and they will also, well, this is the part that makes me think about the, that friend mm-hmm. that you're talking about. They, this people pleaser giver friend will make decisions even, even though they don't want to make those mm. decisions in an effort to make others happy. Mm. Wow. I, I see, I see what you're saying there, um, of the, of the similarity there. And I definitely understand yeah. what this, what you're saying now with this. And then it makes me think about something else because, for example, the person that I was talking or referring to that acted like a, or acts like a bully, did people please as well? So, for example, it was like the person would be, would mm. bully you, but then the next day you end up with a, a new gift, like a oh, new wow. shirt, randomly earrings, stuff like that. Yeah, they would do that kind of behavior. I don't know, my friend. It sounds like you actually created a, a bonus friend, <laughs> which is the bully it friend. Maybe I, I, I didn't think about that before, but it was a bully with a people pleasing thing because the, it's almost like the person, even if they didn't admit it, knew they were bullying people, but still somehow saw themselves as a nice person, a giver still wanted to be able to say they have friends and saw these random gifts that they almost like you just anyway it's to me it's starting to sound like an abuser anyway it's the same type yeah. of thing you just slap me and then now you're giving me a new car give me a gift like i'm supposed yeah, to just forget nice. about the slap i'm not good at that i was never good at forgetting about that stuff <laughs> so I would probably take the car and drive off with it and still not talk to the person. <laughs> you know. Yes, the car pretty Bye. much. But at the same time, <laughs> I, it's interesting. But you're right. There's a there's a people piece of person and it does have some sort of, in my opinion, self-esteem issue tied to that yes. individual because you have to ask yourself, why are you giving so much of yourself just to in return what feel as though that person likes you so you have to like mm. what buy your friends is that how you feel mm. i think people should think about that that's what i'm saying i think that's a great point because what is going on that's making you feel like you're you need to give and these people will actually may not even really mm-hmm. appreciate it because you're they know that they can always yeah. get from you without you and they, they never have to give you anything in return they'll be like eh, mm-hmm. so-and-so mm-hmm. she'll be all right he don't want nothing in return you could you know he'll bring mm-hmm. the bottle mm-hmm. she'll, mm-hmm. she'll pay for dinner and she'll pay for dinner next time because she paid right, for dinner right, the last right, 10 right. times and then it's interesting because those people please are friends might actually think that they're being the mm-hmm. next friend what's the next friend and they may think that they're being the caretaker mm-hmm. friend which is a good friend to have 
which is a person who will make sure you are well taken care of. They operate from a place of love. You know, they'll make sure that you mm-hmm. get home safe. Did you eat? Did you get any rest? And it's just with love. So this person may confuse the fact that they give, 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 give as if they're genuinely just being a caretaker when they're actually being used as the Because it's a fine line. I feel like it's a fine line. So that's why you have to have like some sort of mental strength, some type of mental just constitution within yourself to be able to say how far am I going, right? I can Mm. give, I can care, I can love this much. (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because you need to know yourself. That I think yeah. that everybody should understand that. Set, Set your, your boundaries. boundaries. There you said it best. And our next friend would probably be the friend to encourage you to set you boundaries. And that's our yes. empowering friend. The friend who will uplift you, inspire you, support you. Get them in your life with now. You. you don't have them. Yes. They'll be so honest to tell you, hey, such and such is using you you need to set boundaries and they're saying it because they want to see you be an empowered they want to empower you they want to see you be a better version of yourself there's there's nothing wrong with that no and and you have to also be in a good space which ties into your point about like why it's important to know or be aware of the type of friends that you have and that you are attracting and it goes just trying to figure out why you have to know, you have to be in a space where you're actually ready to receive mm-hmm. an empowering friend. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can have an empowering friend if they didn't work through some stuff because they'll automatically assume that this person is trying to hurt their feelings by being lovingly mm. honest. And not being brutally honest. And sometimes, depending on the friend, it, I won't even necessarily mm. call it brutal. It's just a person's keeping yep. tough love. Even if it's tough love, they're just taking it as you're just being tough yeah. without the love. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And our last friend on the list mm-hmm. is the kinship friend. And it's the friend that becomes the family. That's a you lovely choose. friend. Casey, oh, my well, kinship thank you friend. Very much. Thank you, my sister. No there. You know my you, my sister. sister. That's right. It's lovely. Yes. It's lovely to be able to yes. have that kind of a friendship, I think. Um, because what the heck? This world is filled with so much crap. There's all of these influences pulling people every which way. I think that it's important to really pay attention to who's around you because that's what helps you to stay grounded. That's what helps you to come back to reality, having that kind of friend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so our our food for thought is ask yourself, Mm. which friend am I? Yep. And why? And then ask yourself, is your friendship style rooted in who you are as a person or where you are in life? That's pretty much what we've been tapping yes. into this whole time. Is it based on what where you're at right now? And that's why you're yeah. attracted to somebody. As a, the type yes. of friends that you're attracted. Yes. Birds of a feather flock together. There we go. That's what y'all there we should go. keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Amazing there we go. stuff. So... At this point, we'll get into what you should do if you're participating in an unhealthy friendship. So 
if you feel like you are participating in an unhealthy friendship, you should take a moment to think to yourself, what are you attracting? Your friends are a reflection Mm -hmm. of you in many ways. You should keep that in mind. And if you don't like what's being reflected back at you, think about all the friends on that list that were unhealthy. You need to do something about it. So what should you do? Well, it's important for you to take a look at where you are in your life and understand that how you feel about yourself in your current state may impact the type of friendships that you're participating in and accepting in your life. So, yes, you do need to see that. And this doesn't this doesn't mean that, okay, if you're having a hard time in life, that all of a sudden you're going to have to gravitate to other individuals that are, you know, negative or, you know, doing something that's not necessarily in their best interest or your best interest. But you do need to pay attention to your state of mind and the people that you're keeping them around you. Why are you keeping them around you? You know? Mm. So in order to do this, you have to say to yourself, what do you want out of friendship? Like in the beginning, when we talked about, you know, what kind of impact do we have on our friendships and in the friendships, that have, what kind of impact do friendships have on our life? What do you want out of your friendships? Okay. Do you want healthy friendships? Sure. The obvious answer is yes, but there's a lot of people operating in ways in which it doesn't seem that way because you're looking at the different Hmm. types of friends that they have and it doesn't line up with necessarily what they're saying. So just in taking stock of friends where you are in your life, what you're willing to accept. Number one, you should have limits on your friendships. I believe they're necessary. Why are you doing the things you're doing for your friends, with your friends? To what extent will you go for your friends? Limits are not a bad thing. Limits are things that help Mm. you to understand yourself better. It's not always just about that person. It really comes back to you. Yes, they need help, but do you have the capacity to help? If you don't know something, speak up and say, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. I can probably look it up and help you find. You know, you don't have to allow yourself to be drained like some of the friendships we talked about earlier vampire friends and such if you're taking stock within yourself and asking yourself these questions you will begin to say where can i put a limit here where can i put a limit here no sally i cannot see you every weekend no billy i cannot watch your son every Friday or whatever it is that the friends are asking whatever it is no I will not go drinking with this person every single Wednesday night Thursday night some people drinking every night of the week who knows (laughs) okay Um, number two friendships take work to stay healthy and emotionally beneficial to both parties okay a lot of people think that well if you had a good time or you seem to have good conversation with a person that somehow it's like, I don't know, like you, that friendship's in the bag. Like there's nothing to be done. You don't have to do anything. That's not true. That's not true. Things change. People change. People are growing all the time. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. But nevertheless, if your goal ultimately is to have a healthy and emotionally beneficial 
friendship, then it's going to take work to do that. And sometimes the work is not fun. And I'm not going to say that I'm great at it. I'm probably the worst at it ever. <laughs> but for the most part, that should still be the goal. What you think? Yeah, I agree. You have to, it, it goes back to having that openness and that honesty mm-hmm. with the friend and within your friendship. Because if you genuinely care about this person and you know this person cares about you, why wouldn't you want to work on this, your friendship the way you would work on any mm-hmm. other relationship? People get this, get it twisted. They think, well, I can only, I should only invest in working on my romantic mm-hmm. relationships. There are so many other relationships that you need to yes. work on. And your friendships is yes. one of them. And now we're going to take a few moments to get into that friends should be compatible. Are your friendships based on convenience because you grew up in the same neighborhood or you have the same friends, family friends, or some type of situational or situationship? Or is it a trauma bond? Kiki. Oh, trauma bond. Here's the bomb for you all today. Is it a friendship that reminds you of the dysfunction that you are used to dealing with in your family? Kiki, why don't you talk a little bit about a trauma bond? A trauma bond is is an attachment that is created through abusive or traumatic childhood Mm -hmm. experiences. Or just repetitive childhood experiences that are negative. And it's with the caregiver, Mm. caregiver. And you start to see that the patterns in that relationship that you have with that caregiver starts to internalize as a learned pattern of behavior for attachment, whether it's with your your significant other. But in this particular case, we're talking about our friends. And the best way to think about it is why would you remove yourself from something mm-hmm. that feels familiar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if this toxic, traumatic relationship or friendship feels familiar and it reminds you of something when you were growing up that might be the reason why you have this friendship and it's a good point because a lot of people they don't even think back that far to say you know they just think well i'm just friends with this person oh oh you know sally is just like that billy's just like that you know no you're you are in in one another's lives for a reason because we could, you know, we yes. use past people all the time and we don't necessarily take them on as like regular friendships in our lives. There's something about that person, in my opinion, that somehow you, you know, it's more than just fun. You know, you are, you're choosing to stay connected to them, even though there's an incompatibility and it's worth looking into whether or not there's a trauma bond at the basis of why you feel like you must stay connected with that person and then you must look at it further to say is it healthy for me to do this is it healthy for me to continue attaching and associating myself with that person so just because it feels like home doesn't mean you need to stay there that's thank you that's exactly what people need to understand here's a drink for thought grab yourself a get the right friend team I want I that want now. it too it sounds really good <laughs> it sounds like it has like some tequila, some tequila it, maybe. maybe some amaretto I don't know if you can mix those two together but I mix everything together so I don't know <laughs> you know it's 
and why not? Just twirl it all around and I'll take it back. You want to mix all the pieces that you can to have the there right friend. <laughs> yes. Get the right friend team. That's right. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. That's a quote said by my mm. mother and someone else wise that I don't know. But it was said by her a lot. Okay. Said by her a lot. All right. Well, Kiki, this was a very good episode. Yes. I really enjoyed going through all the different friends. And it really made me think yeah. to myself throughout my life. You know, those different friends, how I dealt with them, who's no longer in my life, how I've evolved to recognize yes. all of those different categories of friends that are toxic. A lot of them are toxic on that list. They're toxic. They're yes. toxic. And it definitely gave me a, a reason to say, you know what? I'm happy with yes. the friends that I have right now. Yes definitely put things into perspective like I'm so grateful for the friends yeah. that I did keep around happy for my own emotional and mental development where I was like you know what some mm-hmm, friends mm-hmm, got to mm-hmm, go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's a big deal because a lot of people don't know when to to stop stop being attached um, to those friends and yeah that's a very good point very good point well Ladies and gentlemen, brunch guests, please tune into our next episode where we will be discussing how yes. to get your mind right with your relationships. Oh boy, Kiki. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna be ready for that one. I, I might have, have, to have, to have a drink, drink for, that for that one because that one's gonna be a heavy lift. <laughs> heavy lifting. Oh my goodness. We have now come to the end of our brunch, and we want to thank you all for joining us today. We hope you will join us again for some more food and drink for thought, and of course, a lot of laughter. Once again, we encourage you to subscribe, like, comment, and share this podcast. But until next time, make sure your mind is fed, your soul is at peace, and your glass is full of joy.